The race to 5G is on, and the battle for talent is getting fierce. Welcome to 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, a podcast dedicated to helping you face the future workforce head on. Navigate this challenging talent landscape with innovative strategies to attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. Only here on 5G Talent Talk with Carrie Charles, CEO of Broadstaff Talent Solutions. Thanks for joining me today on 5G Talent Talk. This is your host, Carrie Charles, and I've got a great show for you today. I have with me Chad Rasmussen. He is the president and CEO of YCOM, and he's also a friend of mine. So, Chad, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, Carrie. I really appreciate you having me. Chad, I've known you for a lot of years, and I love your journey. And I ask guests, all the time to talk about their journey because there's people in the audience that are listening and thinking, how can I get from where I am to where I want to be? And so I really love your journey because you've gotten to the C-suite and you are just killing it. So can you talk a little bit about what got you there? I appreciate that, Carrie. And it's kind of funny. The journey started about 25 years ago and quite candidly was somewhat unplanned if you will my father was in the industry and has been in the industry for some 45 plus years and i would say he really gave me my initial start in the business going probably back to the first tower that i climbed somewhere i think in iowa at a very young age <laughs> um, but yeah without going through my entire resume i think the you and I connected at Crown. Prior to that, I was at Next G Networks. And that spanned about an 11 year period of my career. And I really place a ton of value on what I've learned with those two organizations. Just there was a lot of corporate structure that kind of I was able to pull together with my general contracting experience, wireless experience, fiber experience. And the culmination of that in the small cell space really helped, I think, bring my career full circle and landed me where I am today at Y. And YCOM is really an interesting story because, frankly, I almost missed the opportunity. I was initially contacted by an associate that there was a a president and CEO role available. And candidly, I was already sitting in one at the time and just didn't have a lot of interest. However, that associate was a bit persistent. And after reaching out a couple of different times and then finding out that the company was actually YCOM, who while I was at Crown Castle, was I was one of their customers. I was incredibly impressed with the team they had and the services they provided. And, you know, what they say, the, the rest is history there. So it was a little unexpected, but I guess that's sometimes how the best opportunities come together. In addition to my valuable time at Crown Castle and Next Gen, I have to acknowledge the actual risk associated with Cable Runner, which was my first C-level opportunity. Not just the risk they took on me as a first-time CEO, but the risk I took leaving Crown Castle. It was a very difficult decision leaving an amazing company that, frankly, I thought I would retire with and never leave. We had built an amazing team together. Uh, Many of those folks I'm still quite close with today. And not to mention, I was about to be a first-time father at 45 years old. So 
generally speaking, not the best time to leave an amazing career, but I truly wouldn't change it for the world. It ended up being one of the best decisions I've ever made. Thank you again to those who gave me that opportunity. Yes, you just got to grab the brass ring, if you will, right? Yeah, there you go. Who is Wycom? Your The services you provide, the markets that you work in, the customers that you serve. Certainly enough, Wycom, or the original version, Young's Communications, dates back about 50 years. Founded in 1972 as a cable TV company and then grew over the years into really what is now today a full-service turnkey telecom provider. We completed a recent acquisition. I guess we're 10 months into the acquisition of AEG, which was a fantastic move for our company. We brought in some excellent resources and talents and expanded into engineering all in. AEG has a long history in fiber to the home services. So the overall YCOM umbrella now encompasses also a power uh, entity. We have AUC, where we perform a lot of work for Florida Power and Light, FPL. And that was a, a an additional acquisition that was done just prior to me coming on board. We also have added some other tuck-ins to the business in the past several years that have really just broadened our base. We're now 600-plus employees. Our highest concentration of resources is in, in Florida but we're operating in, I think, we've got projects in nine different states at the moment, including the U.S. Virgin Islands. So, yeah, we're primarily, a lot of our work right now is in fiber to the home. I think that's where, obviously, where there's a lot of concentration in our space at the moment. But we've done some very large projects. We are in the process of wrapping up a very large 2,500-mile, middle-mile build. And over the years, we've worked with all of the large carriers in every aspect, engineering, fiber installation, test, turn up, why you name it, we cover everything now. So Chad, you've had some recent M&A activity. Actually, you've had quite a bit. So can you talk a little bit about that as well as some of your recent acquisitions? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's been a little crazy. So last April, we closed on the acquisition of AEG, Atlantic Engineering Group. A day later, we closed on FOS. And then shortly thereafter, we closed on Borcom. Really, all of these firms are what help us or what have helped us become a true turnkey provider. So yeah, we're really excited about those. All great companies. We're in the middle of integrating those and bringing them into the family, merging the families, if you will. So we're very excited about those. Chad, you have a wide perspective of telecom. You were just talking about all your experience in fiber and wireless. And what trends are you seeing that we need to pay attention to? I think certainly what we are seeing is a very concentrated effort and opportunity around fiber to the home. There's a lot of funding available out there. And it feels like there is a tidal wave building in a sense where we expect to see a lot of that funding really start to hit sometime in the middle of 23 here, which we have an unprecedented backlog carry. Our workload and uh, opportunities seem almost endless in the fiber to the home space. Middle mile seems to have slowed down 
a little bit. And then, if you will, and I define wireless for us as small cells and opportunities centered around that. It's been a little slow. We have a couple of projects going on. However, what I'm hearing there is that we should expect to see a significant uptick in those opportunities this year as well. It's somewhat unprecedented. As I mentioned, I think I've been doing this for about 25 years now. And I don't think I've ever experienced a time where there was so much opportunity out there. Really, it's the biggest hurdle or the biggest challenge is around execution risk at this point. There's a lot of folks funneling a lot of resources into the space, especially, again, fiber to the home. Yes, I agree. And also a huge challenge, we just talk about it over and over, is workforce and having the people that we need in order to complete these projects. There's been a lot of layoffs recently. Have you seen any changes in the labor pool or any relief that you felt, any more people that you have in that pool, more people answering job ads because of these layoffs? I would say that it's improved slightly, but not to the point of where it was, I would say, pre-pandemic. And I hate bringing that into the conversation, but somewhat of a 2020 or late 2019, when I first got to Wycom, literally we would have folks walking through the door daily looking for opportunities. And what was, you didn't have to put a whole lot into the recruiting side of things, quite candidly. Now we have a lot of labor and skilled labor and operators and technical positions that are, I think, very challenging to fill at times. But it, I would say it's improved a little. And the only reason it's improved a little bit, I think, is because folks are getting back out there and getting to work, but it's also incredibly competitive at the moment with so many people focused on literally the exact same thing that that we do. There's quite a bit of competition for those skilled labor and skilled resources operators, CDL drivers, all of those types of positions are very challenging to fill. We haven't seen a real benefit yet from any of the recent layoffs. I don't know if folks are just stepping back and taking a little time. We're anxious to talk to some of those folks that they're out there. So we'd love to uh, love to hear from you. So I know that we are all dealing with this right now in, in our industry, and it's the hottest topic, I think, at every single event. But is there, I guess I'm going to ask you to, to share some secrets, if you will. Is there something that's working for you and or for, for the company, for YCOM to attract and retain that skilled labor? Because I know that's the toughest piece. You just mentioned that. Is there anything that that you're doing that's working? Roles are generally the best place to, to get those resources. However, what we have been doing is trying to bring some of the training and training of those resources in-house. So we have a splicing program that we use that we will put folks through to teach them the splicing and testing side of things. I'm also pretty excited. I've been traveling quite a bit the last couple of weeks, but when I came into our office here Monday, we have a new aerial pole line set up that has some power pole attachments, transformers, etc. And we're also adding a telecom training element to this neat pole setup we now have in our yard here in, in Melbourne, Florida. So I was pretty excited about that. It goes right in line with the splicing 
university we have, but we're literally going to start offering weekend training for aerial fiber installation training and training with our FPL crews that, that we have. So I was pretty fired up about it. It's neat. I'm going to get some stuff up on LinkedIn here, some photos, but that seems to be the most effective way. There are trade schools and, and other resources. We've literally tried just about everything in terms of reaching out to career fairs, job fairs, technical schools, all that good. And word of mouth, too, also seems to be the, the next best thing as well. And we've improved our benefits, right? As a company, we didn't offer 1K per se across the legacy Young's platform. We now, we constantly try to focus on improving all of our benefits and offer a level of work-life balance where possible. It's right. certainly challenging, right? But we do our best. I, that doesn't apply to me, by the way. But No, overall, never. You don't get work-life balance. Everybody else does. That's right. Now, we got a few that definitely teams put in a lot of effort and carry a lot of weight. We're very grateful for that. But it, it's certainly an interesting time when it comes to that labor challenge. So open to ideas if you got them there. I do. I'm working on a few. So to be released, awesome. I will I will give you a call. <laughs> so, you know, Chad, you, I really respect you a lot as a leader. And I know that culture has, it's just something that's dear to your heart. It's very important to you. And since you've been at YCOM, tell us a little bit about the, the way culture has possibly changed. And I know you've had some, some M&A as well, but talk about the culture and what makes YCOM different. I think it's a very interesting question, right? So if you look at the legacy ownership of basically all of the acquisitions that we've done, as well as the legacy Young's business, they're all family owned and operated businesses, right? So I think there's just a naturally a strong emphasis on family and a pull towards that kind of culture and environment. And of course, sometimes I think the change anxiety is worse than change itself, right? So that's one of the probably the more challenging elements for me personally has also been to follow in the footsteps of some of the great leaders of Jesus, especially as an outsider. We try to work through the integration side of it very carefully, not to that that balance and that culture. But I, it's incredibly important to me, as you mentioned. The We don't want to look feel overly corporate. We want our folks to, to stay loyal to, to, to what got us here, and we want to be loyal to that as well. So I think it's, it is definitely a delicate balance, but the culture and feeling those employees matter and that our futures matter and that at the end of the day, one of the things we value more than anything is the fact that we're providing opportunities for our employees to, to take care of their families, right? That's part of what we do. So knowing that we care about that, I think is a big part of the culture that we try to establish. We really don't want to get too far away from that strong family type of emphasis. However, it still is becoming a much larger company when you take all of the parts and put them together as a whole culture. I think it's, yes. it's very important to us. I one of the hardest things to, to keep together when you bring a lot of different firms together. Yes, I do agree with that. That I've always, that I've met that has been either on your team in your younger years as a leader, all the way up to people that work for YCOM now, they rave about you 
and about you as a leader. And I've only heard just phenomenal feedback. So what would you say, Chad, is, you know, what, again, I'm going to ask you for another secret since you're just giving them out so easily. (laughs) So what would you say are some valuable lessons that you've learned throughout your years that have helped you become the leader that you are? Well, first off, thank you for the kind words coming from someone who I also greatly respect and appreciate everything thank that you. you you're uh, quite impressive yourself Carrie so thank Thanks. you I think one of the things that I picked up along the way is kind of simple EQ versus IQ right emotional intelligence over having to be the the smartest person in the room and have all the answers all the time I think my father taught me early on that higher folks who are a lot smarter than you are, and you'll always do very well. So I think that's probably the most critical thing that I picked up along the way is, again, not trying to be the smartest person in the room and having all the answers. I think it's important, and I can't remember where I picked this up, but it does resonate. And something I've always thought was very important is that people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I think that's a huge difference there. I think that's probably the one thing that changed the path of my career. Chad, I, you couldn't have said it better. And I really see you that way. And I think that translates to everything you're doing today. And I know you've got a lot on your plate and the company's grown to what, over six, you said over 600 employees now? Yeah, but yeah a little over 600. It's, but what you've created is that, that environment where all the leaders, where everyone cares about each other. And you just hit the nail on the head, but thank you for that. And thank you for coming on the show. I could just spend the next two hours talking and, but I think it's time to to wrap it up. But can we please learn about where can we find out more information about YCOM? I know you've got jobs posted somewhere, right? That's right. Yeah, no, definitely. Please check us out. We're at ycominc.com as well as aeg.cc, where you can learn more of the, uh, the opportunities we have in both firms. We're, we're still integrating, so we still have two separate websites, but you'll find lots of opportunities on both. And you can also shoot an email, info at ycominc.com will also get to us, but we'd love to hear from you. So in addition to opportunities or career opportunities on our website, if you are a subcontractor who performs aerial or underground fiber construction, as well as slicing, testing, just about anything, including engineering and related to, to our field, please also feel free to reach out and give us a call. There's plenty of opportunities. We need subs all over the country at this point, quite candidly. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Chad. Thanks for stopping by the show. I feel like I'm right next to you. <laughs> all right, it's wonderful. I know I'll see you soon. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another informative episode of 5G Talent Talk, brought to you by RCR Wireless News, Telecom Careers, and Broadstaff Talent Solutions. As we advance into the future, we promise to bring you the resources you need to navigate this ever-changing landscape of 5G to help you attract, retain, and engage people in this new world of work. To access the show notes or leave a review, visit broadstaffglobal.com. Until next time.